Welcome to Between the Bylines, a weekly podcast from the Boston University News Service where we unpack must-read stories from the past week through the lens of student journalism. Hear how the story was made from the writers and editors who made it. Hi, it's May 2nd, 2019. My name is Sophie Will, and I'm the managing editor. And my name is Abby Freeman, and I'm the assistant managing editor. And we are so happy to have most of our team with us in the studio today. Um, go ahead and introduce yourselves, guys. Hello, I'm Matt Nixa. I'm the in-depth data editor. Hey, this is Ricky Houston. I'm the sports editor. I'm Aaron Yit, the photo editor. I'm Nadia Coleman, the copy editor. I'm Mariana Sanchez, the social media editor. And I am Alex McDougall, the news editor, and I am calling in from Worcester, Massachusetts, which is why my voice sounds different. (laughs) We're really happy to have everybody here um, on our last episode of the semester. It's really sad. Um, And we wanted to just kind of reflect on this semester and what we've learned, how it's been, and having our team here meant a lot to us. So um, without further ado, I think... um, one of the easiest ways to start this is, you know, what do you guys think the hardest part um, was about being an editor for BU News Service? Yeah, so I guess um, I'll go first. Uh, the hardest part for me probably was just being able to um, correspond with a writer through the entire process. Mm-hmm. Um, and I would start, you know, with the first thing is they'd send their um, story submission to the BU News Service email, and then I would respond to them and just give them some feedback, and then we'd read it over. And usually that process would take like a week or maybe sometimes like a week and a half. But just being able to get their feedback and reply to my comments usually be on Google Docs, um, and also uh, adding more suggested edits than I'd add suggested edits. So it's like usually four or five drafts um, afterwards until we get to the product that um, I add to WordPress and then it's edited by the photo editor, Aaron, and then now the copy editor. Um, but it's a long process. And I think at the end of the day, um, just being there almost 24, not 24-7, but like <laughs> most of the day um, and just being uh, really vigilant when responding to emails and making sure that um, they know that you're there for them and you're there to answer any of their questions is it's like a it's a pretty big time commitment but I think it's worth it at the end okay so the, one of the hardest parts for me for the sports section was kind of getting to a place where I I had to accept that there were so many sports ideas and sports pitches that I wouldn't necessarily have access to I mean I felt like I was always looking for the best sports pitches and ideas but you're never really going to have every idea. You're not going to know everything that's, that's going on in Boston or Brookline or the community. So I, I think it's about choosing the most relevant story uh, that applies not only to, I don't know, BU, if your community's BU, but also the area. Yeah, for me, I think the, the biggest challenge is being a news editor it has to be, you know, the, the work balance. I mean, because in addition, on top of your uh, regular graduate school responsibilities, you know, writing papers, doing assignments, staying up all night for that you also have to work on a deadline as a news editor and you have to be uh, thorough and you have to be make sure everything is correct fact checking you have to move it along to the next person uh, process that can be has to be very efficient you have to get every, make sure everything is right and you have to make sure things are delivered in a timely fashion and it can be hard when you have all this other work on top of it so to balance those uh, the graduate school life, an editor life and just your normal life um, was probably the biggest challenge for me. Mm-hmm. 
You know, I really admire what you guys have been saying because at the end of the day, going through all of those challenges gets us to the end products that we have, which we're all very proud of in the end, I think. Um, and it's just a good takeaway for, you know, possible future editors or anyone who wants to work with buns that we definitely take the time necessary to get our best stories out as possible. So, yeah, I think that was a good lesson for you guys. Yeah, and I mean, just as the managing editor and watching you guys coordinate this orchestra, um, it's really amazing how you're always working all the time and how um, it's kind of also depressing how I could send a message to one of you at maybe 2 a.m. and I'd get an immediate response. <laughs> um, but that's the thing is that uh, being in the news means that you're pretty much always working and I really admire the work that you've done. Um, so now that we've talked about the hard part, <laughs> what what was the best part of, of working here at Buns? What was easy for you and really just helped you build your portfolio and who you are? My best part for working this semester was the team. It was really fun. Um, coming in, I knew just the grad student and Sophie because I was here with Sophie last semester. But everyone else was kind of new to me, like Matt, Ricky, Abby, and Dave. But like the first meeting, after the first meeting, some of us went out for dinner in Brookline, near Cleveland Circle. And it was interesting getting to know the people I didn't know beforehand. Like now I know every Thursday I see Matt too many times and <laughs> I think Matt will be happy to say he's not seeing me anymore. <laughs> That's or is it the perfect amount of times? Yes. Who can say? <laughs> I mean, I went to more data office hours than I needed to just to disturb him. So I think he's good for the graduation. <laughs> and like Super Bowl was something new, but it was fun getting to know all these people. And it was very good working on this team. And it's something I'm going to miss. Really. I, I remember your piece about the Super Bowl, Nah. So that was your first time watching it and being a part of covering it, right? Yeah. I was just new to the entire experience. I only watch, usually just watch the halftime show. And this year was Maroon 5, which I love. So I was going to watch that part, definitely. <laughs> the other, the extra was what was kind of new to me. So I went, that was the first time I actually covered anything with Ricky and Matt and Gaia. So we were at a bar in the city and we watched it. I had a lot of questions. Ricky was patient enough to answer when I needed the help. And after the game, we ran to the common because everyone was cheering, and it was interesting. It was just an eye-opener for a different culture because I'm used to soccer in Ghana, and seeing America celebrate the same way we celebrate back home, it was kind of comforting but kind of weird for me because it was a long three hours. Yeah, I feel like that was our first debut as a team, you know, all at once while this big newsworthy event was happening in the city. Um, does anyone else have any highlights? Yeah, I can also relate to what Nas is talking about. I mean, coming in this semester, the only person I really knew was Sophie. Um, so I definitely had to get to know like all the other other editors. And I feel like one of my most exciting moments of the semester was covering the Super Bowl with Na, Matt, and Gaia because I got to learn more about them. And um, we were in the field and kind of just bouncing ideas off each other and just kind of developing a relationship while we were reporting. So, I mean, besides that, um, everybody else is awesome. So, you know, even though I, I came in without knowing the entire board, I kind of I'm glad that I could foster some good relationships throughout the, throughout the semester. Uh, well, I 
can also say that I was really proud of the teamwork as a social media editor. Uh, I got the work of everyone at the end and it was very polished. So my job was really easy. I can say that the only challenge I have was um, being probably in a movie theater watching a movie and having to <laughs> live tweet along or retweet uh the tweets of our contributors. We appreciate your dedication, Mariana. It was great work that you did. Absolutely. Thank you. <laughs> yeah, social media editor in some ways draws the short stick um, because it's very much like you have to always be on the social media and monitoring it. And it's just, you know, it, it's a lot, but we really appreciate it. And, you know, just it's been heartwarming watching everybody um, come together and become friends and, you know, on our Slack channel, the way that we can joke with each other, but also, you know, get stuff done. Um, you know, I've made a lot of friends through Buns and I think we've worked really well as a team, really cohesively. Um, so yeah. And so those are the easiest parts. What was a moment as an editor that you felt most proud of being an editor of BU News Service or, or maybe some of the work that you might've published? For me as the photo editor, I think uh, a huge accomplishment I feel of myself is that I went through the semester collaborating with every single editors that uh, every time they had a story file in to me and uh, being able to uh, edit the photos and the captions even though it was uh, long learning process for me in the first couple weeks that I made some mistakes but I really I just feel really uh warmed in in the bottom of my heart that uh people are willing to help me especially thanks to Na because uh we were literally um 24 7 non-stop and she will correct every single mistake that I made <laughs> and reread every caption that I edited and I really picked up from that uh, and just that sometimes I feel I learn more from this position, uh, the, 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 the degree of attention to detail and uh, always be sus suspicious to those details that you think you might feel good, but actually it's not. And, um, and it just the level of sensitivity to news and the content and uh, this AP style that we all have to learn. Um, things that I'm proud of is I really, I think I did a great job of keep, uh, keep the BOMS photo gallery up throughout the semester, whether it's a big gallery, f uh, for example, like parade, or a small gallery, just a small event, or uh, like a farmer's market, something like that. Because uh, I wanted to present a good visual appearance for BAMS, a good visual presence for BAMS, and not just we produce good um, text content, but also I want our content to be uh, appealing to people. And that's something uh, as a photographer that I, f from a photographer perspective, I wanted to do, uh, contribute to Bounce. And I think I did a great job, especially I lured uh, a lot of photographers outside of journalism department to work for us for our uh, marathon coverage, just because I mentioned that, hey, your work will be featured on Channel 5, if then that's a great uh, addition to your resume and portfolio. Mm -hmm. 
by doing that, also by doing that, also make myself connection with uh, the digital manager at WCVB, the Channel Five, and that's how I got my internship this summer. Mm-hmm. So, oh, I didn't know that. Congratulations! <laughs> Thank yeah. you. Live reactions. Congratulations. <laughs> Networking. Yes. No, it was great, and um, I remember, you know. The, especially when we were doing the marathon and there was one photographer that was literally just over the moon that, you know, her work was going to be published or um, even when we did the parade, it was, you know, really great um, that our work, especially our, our photo work, is being used in other outlets. But, yeah, absolutely. I'm really proud of that. Yeah, I also want to say um, this was something we just started doing this semester was the Buns Pitch Newsletter, uh, which Dave came up with that idea. Shout and out to Dave. Shout out to Dave because I, I think he helped drive a lot of contributors who wouldn't normally contribute to buns to the different sections like for example the data section uh after i did the first couple and after we had um started sending out the newsletter to professors we got uh at least my section like two or three new contributors to start doing weekly wonders which i thought was great so i think that's a great idea and i hope um for the next uh, group of editors, they continue sending out weekly newsletters. I think it's going to be a great way to drive contributors who wouldn't normally contribute to Buns to um, submit submissions and hopefully do that for the future. So another thing that I'm really proud of and I think the whole team should be proud of is that this semester we published every single day. We have a streak Ooh. going <laughs> and it's not over till it's over. Yeah, exactly. And I'm happy about that. Dave, the pitch letter was amazing. We get things from each class. And it's an, it's something I think we should all be proud of that we still have it going. Absolutely. And for me, as assistant managing editor, this was a new role um, with the Buns eBoard, which I didn't even know until I was on it. Um, so it was a lot of figuring out where exactly I would fit in and best support this team and I think for me, what I'm most proud of is when, like, as Aaron was talking about in those first couple weeks, we had to work out some kinks as a team. And we had to get to know each other, not only in a personal way, but a professional way. And by the time we worked everything out and kind of were rolling smoothly, I was really proud of that because I think Sophie and I tried our best to set you guys up for success and to set ourselves up for success. Um, So I really enjoyed just being there for you guys, whether it was for another read or, you know, we started not only the pitch newsletter, which is awesome, but um, for our readers, we send out a week in review newsletter. And Sophie and I had that idea early on this semester, and we've gotten more clicks from that newsletter, which I'm proud of. So it's just been really exciting to see how we grew together and developed you know great collaborative skills together as a team yeah absolutely I'm really really proud of you know all the things that all of you mentioned and I think one of the things that I'm just most proud of is how we are building our brand and how we have grown in affluence um, as an organization within the department, within COM, within Boston University. Um, You know, I remember I've gotten multiple emails from multiple professors, but I think the first professor outside of Michelle Johnson, of course, um, to reach out to me um, was Chris Daly. And it was, you know, it was been a long day. And I just got an email that said, you know, Buns is looking fantastic. And you guys are doing really, really good journalism. And he was really proud of us. And I literally almost cried. Um, It was as, you know, Chris Daly is a sweetheart. But, um, you know, we have worked night and day sometimes 
awful hours to make sure that this publication looks good and that we are putting out quality, honest journalism um, that is, you know, full of of interest and intrigue and really telling the stories that need to be told um, while, you know, being students, being undergrads and, and mostly grad students, being busy with our own lives. This is not our full-time job. This is a job. <laughs> Sometimes it feels full-time. Um, but we put out the quality of work that does come from full-time work. Um, and I'm just proud is an understatement. So... Um, one of the things you guys did that was great this semester was starting the podcast. It was one of the initiatives, and it's been amazing. So every week listening to you, some of the things, like last week's topics like on the practicing journalism was amazing. It's very fascinating that we're creating content, like Buns is developing beyond just the pictures and the words. And this semester, Gaia held up the video team because Gaia was always happy to get in a video and she always put in quality work and it's just fantastic that we're creating more than just buns is expanding and i'm happy about that Thanks for listening to us, Nah. I didn't realize you were such a, relis- a religious listener. Um, yeah, and I think that we really wanted to provide some insight on what goes on behind the scenes for all of us. So I think that we did that successfully, and along the way we were even able to offer up some tips. And, um, you know, hopefully some comm students were listening, and maybe, who knows, other journalism students across the country. Uh, yeah, I just wanted to say um, on the what something I've been proud of this semester, too, is that just uh, seeing that when people submit stories to you and you are helping them get published in an official publication that, and you see, and then afterwards, you know, sometimes they ask you to, you know, send them the link when it's published and I send it to them and they're always so happy that, you know, they've been, they've managed to get their story published and it's means so much to them. And to know that you've had a role in helping them get published is always, um, it gives me a lot of pride. And uh, also just the fact that, you know, at, you know, we've t- I talked before about how, you know, this can be a lot of work to do, but it also can give you a, a weird sense of satisfaction to know that, you know, I'm doing this. Like, this is, like, official real work that I'm doing, and that it gives me a sense of satisfaction that I'm able to perform uh, at this level. So I've always um, appreciated that. And I guess... If I had any uh, parting advice, it would just be to always, um, you know, do your work, do the best you can, but also to take care of yourself. You always want to, you don't want to, you know, go overboard or get too overwhelmed with your duties. You know, you you want to do a good job, but you also want to, you know, keep yourself in a good uh, state of mind. Thanks, Alex. Yeah, I think that's great advice for the e-board that will be following us. Um, We closed applications yesterday and are looking over them and thinking about who we want to be on the next team after us. So anyone else who's in the studio with us, do you have any advice for the next Buns e-board? Don't be afraid to have fun with it. And as I said in one of the first episodes, always remember that you yourself are a human. We had fun editing that out, but that's been an inside <laughs> joke for quite a while now. That um, always remember that you, comma yourself, comma are a human. Um, yeah, I mean, I have always wanted to be the managing editor of Buns since I got to college, um, and now that I'm here and now that I'm leaving, it's really bittersweet and emotional. Um, 
because I feel like I've peaked <laughs> and I I have just adored this team and all of the really great work that we've done um, you know if I have any parting words um, it's just that I sometimes um, when your name is on the publication no matter where what position you are when it's your name you can take things really personally um, and that any mistake that you make or uh, you know something says something about us I, I take it you know as a kind of a personal offense and that's that's not the truth and that's not you know the truth of journalism um, journalists have to have really thick skin and I think that Buns has definitely taught me that um, but it's also taught me you know that um, doing your best is always enough. And um, there are some days that um, I felt like I wasn't doing enough or I was even, you know, doing too much, kind of helicopter momming everybody. <laughs> um, at the end of the day, we got it done. And it was a fantastic publication. Um, and, you know, always, as Alex says, you know, take care of yourself. It if there's a time, I remember there's been a couple weekends this semester that I've said, you know, if you have problems, text Abby or MJ or just wait until Monday. Like, I need a break. Um, <laughs> it's, it's real. And Buns becomes, you know, kind of who you are. Um, but I wouldn't have traded it for anything. Um, I'm sad to leave, but I'm really excited to see where this upward traje trajectory that we have been on takes us um, and where, you know, we can reflect after college and we all have our fancy schmancy, very expensive pieces of paper that we call diplomas. Um, <laughs> we can reflect on our our time and our um, piece in it, our the piece that we played and the impact that we made. So um, on that very somber, <laughs> emotional note, um, it's our last episode of Between the Bylines. It's really sad. Um, I still remember, you know, when we decided we were going to do a podcast and then we just locked ourselves into the in the office. Yep. And we, we, we sure did, did. We did the whole thing in about three hours. We decided <laughs> what the podcast was, what it was going to be called. We made a logo, what it was going to be about. We recorded the first episode and we edited it and we sent it off all in three hours. And... <laughs> It, it's it's bittersweet but it's been a ride I've learned a lot um so I'm sure you have and you know it's sad to go but um that's all that we have for this week and we will see you Thursday today at our pitch meeting at 6 30 p.m in com 321 another reminder that if you have final stories those have to be submitted to us by May 11th in order for them to be published um Check us out at bunewservice.com. Send us an email at bunewservice at gmail.com. And until next semester, this has been Between the Bylines. Mm -hmm.